and welcome to this conversation. This is the 30th episode of the Red Wedding Money Show, and I am super excited to be here today. For those of you who do not know me, uh, I am your host, Marie-Jo César. I help professional women acquire and apply the relevant um, financial skills and knowledge they need to take control of their money, manage their finances, and understand that they can live their best life with the money they have. Thank you for joining in today. If you are watching the replay, make sure to type hashtag replay in the chat and leave me some comments and questions. Welcome, welcome, and welcome. I come to you live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to share valuable information about how to achieve financial wellness and live your life with means and meaning. Today, we are going to talk about the importance of group health and supplemental health insurance for small businesses. And to help me with this important topic, um, I have with me Melinda Gay, um, a group health and supplemental benefit consultant. Melinda hails from the state of Louisiana and live in Washington state. Uh, she's a mother, she's a wife, she's a grandmother, and a very busy professional. Um, notwithstanding um, all the time that she, the fact that she's a very hardworking business owner, she's also a minister of religion and finds the time to paint, draw, garden, and praise dance. I want to be just like you when I grow up, Melinda. Welcome, Melinda, to the Merging Life and Money Show, and welcome followers and listeners. Thank you, thank you for joining in today. So grab a pen and a notebook, as you might want to take some notes to discuss further with family members, friends, colleagues, etc., because it is about sharing values that could benefit others. I did say group health insurance, right? Group health insurance can help your small business both by providing you and your employees with quality medical care and by helping you attract and retain the best employees. And supplemental health insurance is extra or additional insurance that you can purchase to help you pay for services and out-of-pocket expenses that your regular health insurance does not cover. Okay, so as, as mentioned a few moments ago, Melinda will be talking about the importance of having such insurances for, uh, for your employees as a small business owner. It is all about protecting the health of your business. Okay, uh, you may remember that the Affordable Care Act requires that all employers with more than 50 employees must offer health insurance that is affordable. So what happens to the small businesses and the businesses with less than 50 employees as far as health care is concerned? We all know that healthcare, health insurance can be a major uh, financial deterrent when you are considering going out on your own. As Melinda will explain, it does not have to be so, right? So as some of you will discover, offering good health insurance 
to your employees may not be as difficult and as expensive as you think. Plus, the benefits are many. They range from affordable premiums, tax in uh, incentives, better hiring and recruiting, employee loyalty and retention, employee satisfaction, to healthier and more productive employees. These are just a few of the benefits, okay? So let's find more about it. So today we will focus uh, on, three, on three points, and they are how affordable are group health and supplemental health insurance, uh, how, I should say how affordable they are. We'll talk about what happens once you secure your policy, and I'm talking about consultation and enrollment, and also how customizable can a group health plan be? Can it be flexible enough to meet very specific needs? And how are claims processed? That's why you have insurance for, okay? So Melinda, before yeah. we get into the details, tell me what are group health and supplemental health insurance? Well, thank you for that lovely introduction. So in healthcare, just in general, it can be a little confusing. Um, so what is healthcare? So traditional healthcare is going to be healthcare that's provided, and that's going to be people like Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Kaiser, those types of people. And you would actually um, have a deductible attached to that. So when you talk about supplemental, supplemental health care is going to be the health care that covers out-of-pocket expenses, things like co-pays and deductibles, and they go alongside your traditional health care, and it helps to cover needs that you may not think about, and uh, with health care just alone, sometimes it's not enough just to have a healthcare plan with a deductible. Sometimes you need that extra help to uh, use that healthcare plan, depending on the amount of the deductible. So that in general is what uh, the healthcare and the supplemental care entails. Okay. Yes. So, um, how many employees do you need to get um, group health insurance? Because, I mean, I know about the 50 bit, but we're talking about small businesses here. So how right. many would a, a, a small business owner would have to have in order to be able to secure group health insurance for their, for their employees? So that's a very good question. Believe it or not, uh, even with getting just regular group healthcare, uh, you only need at least three employees. And the employees can, can include the owners as well. A lot of times, smaller businesses uh, believe that they can't afford it or they're not able to enroll in a regular group health plan. And that's just not so. So what we provide is we provide the education to help them make a sound decision, something that's going to cater uh, directly to that group, to them and to their employees. So if you have employees as little as three up to employees in the thousands, you can still provide 
health care. Okay. I have another question for you. Sure. Um, does um, a good, um, I should say that group health insurance take into consideration pre-existing conditions? Yes. Some of the carriers do take into consideration the pre-existing conditions, but again, it's going to depend on the carrier that you enroll with. So what we try to provide is information um, that will give us a clearer picture of what that entails for you individually. Because each person is individual, we uh, offer one-to-one -one sessions with each person um, to provide them the sound decision to make for not only them, but for their families as well. So a lot of the plans that we have been able to offer will also accept pre-existing conditions, which is fabulous for a lot of people. So if you're with a group and you're working and uh, you have a pre-existing condition just for working with that group and they enroll in these benefits, you're automatically enrolled in that coverage, irregardless of the pre-existing conditions. Okay, that's, that's important to know because this yeah. has been a big bone of contention uh, with a lot of insurers. Um, yes. So that's uh, very good information. So, uh, so basically what you're saying to me, uh, with as little as three employees, um, a business owner could have or could secure a mm -hmm. good um, health plan. Uh, and, I, and as you mentioned, the supplemental is, is basically an add-on to an existing health plan. So they would automatically be able to acquire that additional uh, benefit or feature to their, to their plan. Absolutely. And I want to I wanna add to that. We have a lot of smaller businesses that we work with that they don't have the traditional health care. They don't have anything um, set up. And a lot of these companies enroll in just the supplemental care. They may have some construction work or some type of uh, engineering work or janitorial work where they may need an accident plan and not only on the job, but also off the job. Okay. So sometimes when they are still trying to decide if they want to use regular or traditional health care and they're not sure, they're able to enroll them in an accident plan or dental or whatever they chose to enroll in. Okay. So that I'm not confused here, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily have to have a group health plan in order to have supplemental insurance. That's correct. Supplemental insurance can stand alone. That's absolutely correct. Okay, great. So mm -hmm. my next question to you is, well, it sounded really good what you said, right? all the benefits and all that kind of stuff, but how affordable are those insurances? So these insurances are so catered to the individual, uh, they are very affordable. For instance, we have, say for instance, an accident plan, just a general accident plan would cost no more than $8.50 a month in some cases. Um, so you're looking at a range between $8 and $20 a month 
which is extremely affordable. Um, and the payouts for the claims that may or may not have to, you know, be filed, the payouts are also pretty, pretty darn good, I must admit. Um, I had, unfortunately, my husband had to use our accident plan because he got bored and decided he wanted to chop off the tip of his finger. <laughs> Accidentally. And so I was um I was made aware of just how easy it is to use, you know, the accident plan or any of the plans for that matter. So yes. So affordability is uh, a plus. Yes, say. it is. Yes, it is. Good. Um, how you, you talk about how customizable can a plan be? That be so. Let's say um, I I have a small business and I have like five employees, and when you talk about the flexibility and the customers customizability of the plan. Um, tell me more about that. I mean, how, how individualized could this, does, uh, this plan be? Absolutely. So say you have a, a group of five, you want to get some benefits going, uh, and you your first step is to meet with the counselor. The counselor is going to go over all of the plans, all of the products that you may want to offer. So you may have a group of five, and out of the five, you may have two employees that, hey, the only thing they want is a dental plan and accident plan. But then you may have two or three employees that may want an accident plan, paycheck protection, disability, and the works. So these are very individualized, even though they're working for the same company, they can still have separate experiences to better protect themselves and their family. So it's not a one size fit all. You can have as little of, as three people with three different products. It really depends on what's going to better work out for them and their family. Yeah. Um, thanks for that, Melinda. Um, I'm going to go back a little bit on mm -hmm. the, um, because once, once I, let's say, uh, I acquire a, pol a policy or plan for my uh, small business. Mm -hmm. What happens after that? I mean, how, take, the, take me through the process. So let's say you have a health care plan already in place. You're looking at maybe switching, changing, or adding supplemental. So the first... No, no, let, 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 me, let me go back. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything. I'm shopping for a plan. So okay. take them through the process from the beginning to the end so okay. that um, any small business owner who are listening or would be listening to the replay would mm -hmm. know <clears throat> how to go about it because one, we are under the impression that um, healthcare cover is very expensive, particularly yeah. if you're a small business. So I want to make that clear uh, for mm -hmm. the uh, know a prospective client of yours who is mm -hmm. looking at um, acquiring um, health care for their small business. So 
take take me through the, the from the beginning. If I come to you and say, now look, I have a business. I have not gotten my health care in check um, for my employees. Can you help me? Yes. So the first step that um, that we would go through is setting up an assessment period. So with that assessment period, what we're looking at is we're looking at different plans. So we can run an accurate quote as to what that business owner is specifically looking for. If that business owner is looking for health care and supplemental, we're going to look at those prices. We're going to provide those quotes. And we do this process together. Um, it's more like an education process at first. So once you, as a business owner, identify, hey, I think I want to get uh, an accident plan and I want to put in place a dental PPO and then now we're streamlining, okay? Now we're gonna specifically look at those two plans. We're gonna look at what that entails for you, what the amount would be, because the employer doesn't necessarily have to contribute to any of the supplemental plans. They can still provide a supplemental without paying for them. They can have the employees pay for them on their own, or they can provide a benefit bank where let's say they want to pay $20 a month per employee and have that employee choose what plans they would like to enroll in. So it's very uh, detailed. Once we get the information or pin pinpoint exactly what we're going to offer to the group, at that point, we decide on what the enrollment uh, stage is going to be. Is it going to be face-to-face? -face, are we going to do the enrollment uh, virtual with co-browse? Or are we going to do the enrollment call center? And we do have companies that they need to enroll virtually. We have some people that are working still from home, especially with the environment that we're in now. So we're actually able to enroll that group even from their living room. So it's very, um, very detailed, but at the same time, we do all of the work for that business owner and we leave out all of the guesswork. Okay. So mm -hmm. you make it sound like it's so... Simple, so yeah. which, is, which is great because uh, people just think that okay, small business, particularly in the current economic climate, um, mm -hmm. where money could be scarce, but yet again, you need your health insurance, particularly with what's going on, and they could be of the understanding that uh, health insurance is out of reach. So, I'm glad that you were able to uh, clarify um, the whole situation and uh, so that a, a small business owner could uh, realize that they actually can have, um, they can afford uh, to have not, not only the health, the health care plan insurance, but they could also have um, uh, supplemental insurance and the plan could be customized that's that's a part mm -hmm. of the fact so um 
And I would assume that the family of the employees would also be um, able to be covered, right? Absolutely. And not only that, I want to point out as well that even if you are an employer and you have 1099 employees, they could also enroll in these group benefits as well. So a lot of times I, I run across a lot of real estate companies and they think, well, this isn't for us because they think it's just W-2 employees that can partake. But it's actually 1099 employees can partake and individuals that may not be working right now and they may want an accident plan or a term, a whole life plan, we can offer those on an individual basis. So even if they're not affiliated with an organization, they could still get plans for themselves and their family. Okay, great. Well, um, would you believe that to be 20 minutes already? So I'm going to wind it down a bit and sum it up. And basically today, uh, Melinda enlightened us on the affordability of group health and supplemental health insurance for small businesses, and I'm saying that small businesses, uh, any businesses from three employees and up, right? She also spoke about the ease of implementing your health plan and the flexibility attached to the group health and supplemental health plans. Okay, so I am going to... Uh, leave you with these last uh, thoughts. Um, small business tend to shy away from offering employee benefits such as group health insurance because they may not understand what it entails or they may lack the resources to do so, right? So truth be told, the world of insurance can be complicated. However, Implementing group health insurance plans will give your, your small business plenty of benefits. For starters, you'll be able to stand out from the competition and enabling you to, to attract and retain the best talent. As you well know, uh, human resource is a backbone of any successful organization, and especially for small businesses that are looking to grow. And as um, the health of your employees begin to improve, you will likely see a lowering rate of health-related absenteeism and an increased rate of presenteeism, as I said, as employees will be taking fewer sick leaves and working more productively. Eventually, uh, this may even result in substantial cost savings for small businesses. Right. So, and as far as the supplemental health insurance is concerned, note that however great the terms of supplemental health insurance may be, the plans are neither intended to stand alone nor replace your regular health insurance. Right. Supplemental health insurance is just that, a supplement. So before signing on the dotted line, make sure you fully understand the benefits an imitation of the plan, okay? And if you don't, please contact Melinda. So I hope that today's show has helped you clarify the importance of having both group health and supplemental health insurance for your employees. 
as a small business owner. Okay, so health is regulated, right? Uh, it's a regulated business. So Melinda, tell us, uh, which state do you cover? I cover currently Washington State, uh, Texas, Virginia, Tennessee, Alaska, as well as New Mexico. I'm looking to expand. Okay, great. So before I forget, <clears throat> sorry, oh my God, excuse me. Uh, Melinda, uh, tell the audience um, how they could contact you. So you can contact me directly by phone at 360-860-0901, or you can reach me at melinda.gay, G-A-Y, at coloniallifesales.com, or melindagay, uh, PBS, at outlook.com. Okay. Um I have some information uh, running uh, at the bottom of the screen, so I'm going to let it run a bit while I'm, I end, um, end the show. And, um, and as you know, I like to end the show with a quote. And today's quote is from a congresswoman from Illinois by the name of Jen Shakowsky. Uh, and it reads, without health insurance, getting sick or injured could mean going bankrupt, going without needed care, or even dying needlessly. Foot for thought. Okay? Thank you again, Melinda, for being my special guest today. Um, uh, I think um, this was quite um, helpful. Uh, I found it to be quite, quite helpful. Thank you. Okay? So, <clears throat> for more information about... Um, how to achieve financial wellness from the inside out and live a life um, full of purpose uh, with the money you have. Join me next week, Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. And I have to put all of this because my uh, Bermuda peeps are on Atlantic Time. And 10 a.m. on Friday uh, for my Australian friend. Uh, next week, I will have a guest, uh, uh, Anisha Hart, uh, an estate planning lawyer from Washington State. She was my guest last month. And as you recall, she promised to come back on the last Thursday of every month to share valuable estate planning information. So next week, we will be talking about Estate planning for newlyweds. So don't miss it. Uh, so thank you again for being here today on the Merging Life and Money Show. I am your host, Marie-Jo César. I will be back again next week. Until then, continue merging life and money. Bye for now.